Welcome back to Building Billions. It is a Monday evening. Just wrapped up a busy day of meetings and I'm still sweating from the very first meeting that I had this morning, which was our daily Alti meeting where we introduced and kicked off the official onboarding process of 10 new employees on one day. 10 new employees one day. Listen, it was not that long ago, to be honest, it was like less than four years ago where we didn't hire 10 10 new employees in a year, much less 10 new employees in one day. And because I am the person that's responsible for who we hire, when we hire, how much we offer, just the whole process, um, Still to this day, it makes me really nervous to bring on that many team members. It used to be a big deal to like bring on two people in one day because our business has scaled and grown so quickly over the course of a very short period of time. And I'm still not used to some of these like wild new milestones, like 10 new employees in one day. So my instant reaction when I heard this update in the Daily L team this morning was like, I just like got a little sweaty. <laughs> Like my palms got a little clammy and it was just an automatic response. And honestly, I kind of took myself back to when we were smaller and not able to bring on this amount of team members and what it meant. Like I was the CTO where I had a tracker of all of the platforms everybody had. I created every single onboarding plan. I, when we would hire somebody new, I would add them to Slack and to our Google suite and to our learning management system and ensure every moment of their first four weeks was as dialed in and buttoned up. And now I don't even, I mean, there's a handful of roles that I play, but they're very small roles in comparison because we have a process that scales. And I talk about a lot of this onboarding process in my book, Teamwork. If you haven't listened to Teamwork yet, you totally should because It gives you everything that we did to go from zero. I wrote it at the time we had 88 employees. We still use the same process today with over 200 employees. So if you don't have an onboarding and if you also have your palms sweat a little bit thinking of hiring two new team members this month, I highly recommend you listen to teamwork. But another fun thing that I did with this that I just wanted to share with you is I asked chat GPT why would it be scary for a business owner to hire 10 employees in one day? Because I just naturally had this reaction. It wasn't like, I mean, most people naturally have scared reactions, so that's probably pretty normal. But I was like, man, why is this so nerve wracking for me, even though I know that all of these pieces are dialed in? And so I want to go through some of these reasons with you and talk through, okay, this is why it was it's scary. But sure, it's scary. However, this means expansion. This means growth. This means that we did a lot of things right because we maintain a $500,000 per revenue per headcount uh, target. And we've never gone below. That's not true. We One month of this year, we went below our uh, $500,000 in revenue per month. I think we hit like four ninety because we were slightly forward investing before we hit a big growth mark in March. But we have maintained and have, you know, just like correctly done this for so long. And yet it's still very freaking nerve wracking to hire new people. So let's go. Number one, the first reason that 
a business owner would find it scary to hire 10 employees in one day. Financial risk. ChatGBT says hiring 10 employees at once can be a significant financial investment for a business, particularly if the employees are being hired for full-time positions, which all of ours are. The business owner may worry about whether or not they'll be able to afford salaries, benefits, other expenses associated with adding so many new staff members to their payroll. Totally legit. However, if you do not hire, I think this is what I was trying to say a few minutes ago, and then I got just like super distracted, waving at team members leaving. But this is the main reason. You don't hire 10 employees in one day because you don't financially have the wherewithal to be able to take that hit. And yet you need new people to help expand and duplicate you. You just don't have processes in place to know how to duplicate yourself. I'm working on a book right now that just is going to dive so deep into the brass tacks, like the the nitty gritty details of how do you go from just you to 50 people to 100 people to 150 people and beyond. The reality is you need people and don't let anybody out there fool you into thinking that being a solopreneur and a one man show is a desirable long term business strategy because it's not. You essentially just have a job and you hate your boss because your boss is you and you think that the whole world revolves around you. And to be honest with you, it's irresponsible because if the whole business is dependent upon you, what's your backup plan? If you get sick, if something happens to you, like not to be all doom and gloom, but this is reality. I have team members who today have like life-threatening diseases, illnesses, family challenges that could take them out. If that's you in your business, how are you able to actually help yourself, much less your family, by building a business that's entirely dependent upon you? It would be selfish for Brandon and I to build our business entirely dependent on us. We can't do that because too many people depend on us. Quite literally, we have too many employees that now depend on us. But before then, we had other people in our lives who benefit and who are dependent upon us being successful so that they can get the life that they want. They can have the example that they need, but like it's not a choice not to expand. So first financial risk, second management challenges, bringing on a large number of employees at once can create management challenges for the business owner. It can be difficult to train and onboard a large number of people at once, especially if they're starting at different times. That doesn't really apply, ChatGPT. You get like a C minus for this one. Um, the business owner may worry about how they will manage all these new employees and ensure they are properly trained and integrated in company culture. That I totally agree with. What is your process? Do you have confidence that your sales department, your marketing department, your HR department, your recruitment department, your fulfillment department all have the framework in place to correctly onboard team members? Not just your corporate onboarding, meaning Cardo Ventures onboarding. I know that that shit's dialed. What about the role onboarding? How do you onboard a recruiter, not just a new team member, to ensure that the recruiter is set up for success based on the processes, the systems that they would need? How do you know that your staff accountant is being onboarded properly, not just as a team member, but as a staff accountant who has access to all of the things that are required for them to hit it out of the park inside their role. Like this is a huge, 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 huge opportunity for most business owners is to not only create corporate onboarding, but also have the stakeholders that are currently doing the work create what I call a tell me, show me, let me, coach me onboarding plan for the specific role. 
that is like next level. You have to do that in order to scale. And most business owners put it off, which is part of why they aren't actually able to duplicate themselves. Again, I go so deep into this in book numero dos. Uh, third reason, cultural fit. Business owner may not, may also be concerned about whether the new employees will be a good fit for the company culture. When hiring a large number of people at once, it can be harder to ensure that each candidate is a good match for the company's values, mission, and work style. I didn't think about this one off the bat, but it's so true. Ten new people. What type of stuff are they bringing in? Are they bringing in 10x? Are they bringing in 1x? How do I feel good about bringing on 10 new people all at once that won't overwhelm and distract and potentially taint our culture? Well, I would have to already have a culture that would spit out anybody who isn't a fit because of our core values, which I actually, I feel very confident about. Our team does this all the time. We'll bring on somebody new and they will know very quickly, hey, this person is not 10x for these reasons. They don't take clients seriously. They don't complete their work on time. They are drainers in the environment and only talk about negative things. Well, okay, they're not a fit. Therefore, they got to go. So cultural fit for us isn't a concern. But if your culture is not a strong culture because you don't have clearly defined values, you aren't sure of what your mission statement is, then yeah, bringing on all these new team members, you're just adding what could potentially be good. Like new team members could bring a lot of good positive positivity and enthusiasm into something that is already bad because you haven't cleaned up your existing culture. Uh, number four is funny. Overwhelm. Depending on the size of the business, adding 10 new employees in one day could overwhelm the current staff and disrupt the workflow. The business owner may worry about how they will manage the increased workload and ensure the business can continue to operate smoothly. Okay, I like that. Sure. Uh, it should be the other way around, though. You're adding new team members because they're able to take stuff off of other people's plates so that those people can duplicate and train and have new opportunities because they're now in leadership roles or senior roles as trainers, which is a new competency, super important competency. All right, the last one, I think this was kind of lame. Legal and regulatory compliance. Hiring a large number of employees at once can also create legal and regulatory compliance issues for the business owner. They may need to ensure that they're complying with all applicable labor, labor laws, tax regulations, and other requirements. Okay. Oh, sorry, there was, there was another one. Space and resource constraints. This has been a real one for us recently. Adding 10 new employees to a business may require additional office space, equipment, and resources. If the business is already operating at full capacity, it may be challenging to accommodate new hires without disrupting the existing operations. Make freaking room. Make room. I'm telling you, you got to make room. Whatever your existing space is, especially if you're in office, have people be in a tight space working next to each other. There is nothing better for a culture than seeing a full office of people who are just banging out work, excited about what the opportunity looks like, and you just make it work. For us, we're actually at a place we've added 30 desks into an office space that was already full because we're growing. We've also acquired two additional office spaces to 
get in front of and forecast what our hiring looks like and we're still behind on it because by the time we're done with the next office spaces, they will actually be full. These are fantastic problems to have. Don't let space and resource constraints stop you from hiring. And I know that that's a real thing for a lot of business owners where they'll throttle their own hiring because they're like, oh, we don't have room for people. That's so silly. This is ridiculous. I've actually worked with clients like very recently within the last couple of weeks who just like they can't, they haven't figured out the office space yet and they don't want to inconvenient, inconvenience their existing team members who are in existing space by having two desks in one office. Like that is what growth and startup culture is all about. I have no qualms, no issue with that because it's going to make people really appreciative when we have the right amount of space and we're able to open up the space. I also don't think it, it's a bad impression for new team members. Like there's no better sign to your team that you are hiring and adding new team members to your existing team. It is a phenomenal indicator that you are doing something right with your business. Oh, I wonder if maybe some of this podcast might not make sense because I just realized I silenced a phone call, but the phone call might have already still happened. Sorry, guys, that this podcast is a little bit choppy on this last little point because of this whole phone call situation. My bad. I didn't even think through that. So anyway, I'm going to head out of the office here shortly, but I wanted to share with you as this podcast is called Building Billions, these like milestones that we're going through in building a billion dollar organization. We hired 10 employees all in one day totally wild, mind-blowing. Four years ago, we didn't even have 10 team members. So to be able to do that in one day is just like ridiculous. We also have three new ones starting tomorrow. And so my question for you is, how do you focus entirely on expansion? Like keep expansion at the forefront, adding new team members. What would it take to add five new team members to your organization this month or 10 new team members this quarter? Because when you're thinking with, okay, how much revenue would we have to generate? What would our profitability need to look like? What am I willing to invest in order to help duplicate myself so that I can focus on more strategic things? The more you are thinking about those things in your business, the more you're going to take the right action and activity in order to actually grow. The more complacent you sit and you don't ask yourself these questions and you aren't clear on how many team members you'd like to have, you're just going to stay in the same spot. One of my favorite things to do is to look at large like skyscraper buildings and to think about what it would be like to have Cardone Ventures fill up one of those buildings. Like how many team members would we have to have to fill up these buildings? And who would we have to be servicing in order to make room for these jobs inside our organization? And it allows me a moment to just dream about what the future is. And from that dream, I just take one little nugget like, okay, I need to do this today in order to move this dream forward. I encourage you and I hope that this podcast is a source of inspiration and maybe just a subtle reminder for you just like, okay, how do I need to refocus? What's the one thing I can control in order to get bigger, in order to expand? Because expansion over all else is the only way to play this game of business. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Building Billions. I will know that you enjoyed it when you repost, share, tag, all of the things in order to help grow this show. As you know, it would mean the world to me for you to do that. Also, don't forget to leave a review. Go to the place that you listen to the show at. 
drop a five-star review, leave a short comment. I would very much appreciate it. I was just actually reading one that somebody left over the weekend that I thought was super sweet saying, wait for it, uh... This podcast really does walk you through all the things you experience while building a big business. It's easy to relate to these podcasts because I can say I have experienced this. Natalie's ability to be real and put it out there for us is inspiring. Highly recommend. I so appreciate it, Josh. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You could be the next Josh. I will shout you out on the next episode of the podcast. Until next time, I am rooting for you and I appreciate you.